Greetings, Bulldogs, and welcome to today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast, where we hope to bring you quality content uh, in 10 to 20 minutes. In today's episode, we have Miss McGarvey and Miss Spainauer, and of course, uh, the best producer in all the land, Nate Dog, in the studio. And today, we're here to talk about PSAT scores. Now, uh, Miss McGarvey, we'll just we'll just start uh, with you. Uh, why are we talking about PSAT scores? Why is this timely uh, right now? So the PSAT scores, we took the test in October, and students should be getting an email ideally today or tomorrow, but one day this week you'll get an email that your scores are in and available for you to look at. Nice, nice. And then how, how, so they'll get an email that, the, that their scores are in? Yes, and it would be to your non-school email because you were not supposed to use a school email when right. you filled out the answer sheet. So when they get the email, what happens then? Is there a, an account that they need to set up? What if they already have an account? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so in the email, there should be a link that says, like, view scores here. It'll take you to College Board's website. There's a couple different things. If you've never taken an AP class, never taken the PSAT before, never created a College Board account at all, you will create a new account, again, using a non-school email. That's very important. Um, If you already have a College Board account, you will log into your current College Board account. Do not create a second College Board account. That gets you stuck in just a horrible vortex of issues where nothing will work because you have two separate accounts. Right, right. Now, when students sign in, they look at their their, their score report. Let's talk a little bit about that. What's the format? What does it mean? What, what are they looking at once they get signed into their account and they see their scores? So it's pretty detailed score report. Um, top of the page, you're going to see a big black number. That is your total score. So that is your score for both sections added together. Then there's two scores one for each of the two graded sections. And, and just real quick, I don't mean to interrupt, but what's the scale? Is it, the, what's the, the highest that you could get? Is it 15, 20? Is that the? the that is the okay. lowest. So it's 320 to 1520 is the range. Gotcha, gotcha. And then you have two section scores, an evidence-based reading and writing, and then math. Um, those scores range from 160 to 760. So a 760 on either of those would be perfect. Gotcha. Um, and then they have college readiness benchmarks. So then as you're looking at your scores, if it's if your score is in the green section, that means those are your strengths. You're doing great. You're, you have reached the college readiness benchmark for that. If it's in yellow, you're approaching that benchmark. Just need to do a little bit more work. If it's in red, that's the area you need to work on. And for some students, that may be because you've never even been exposed to that level of math, for example. That's a big one, Algebra 2. Yeah. If you've never seen Algebra 2 before at all, that's going to obviously be a weakness for you. That's going to be an area for you to work on. I'm not, I don't have it in front of me, but isn't there a spot where it says specifically where the national merit score is? Did I make that up on the answer sheet? Like it, it's separate. It will set like there, four juniors. There will be a selection index, but we don't know what that cutoff right. will be yet. But it will set, it will tell the students where they scored on that national merit, but we won't know national merit um, scores until the next For year yeah. because it's based on what Ever, the, the, nationally, the, the, yeah. yeah, nationally, yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about um, when they, when they're looking at their scores? Is there um, anything else that that they can look at those scores and then connect with? I know something about Khan Academy, or you want to touch a little bit about that, or, or right. Spainar? So detail. Uh, there's first. There's a lot of detail mm-hmm. on the sc- on the score report where it literally will say test one, question one. The correct answer was B. You answered C. 
it's rated as a medium difficulty question. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. So they can see a, a, a question analysis. We have the test books that you actually used when you tested down in the counseling office. So you could send an email to your counselor if you want to pick up your actual test book. So you can see if you made any notes in the margin. So you can see, was I debating between B and C when I answered that question? Yeah. Um, that's something that we can give to students as well. And then you can partner your College Board account with Khan Academy for personalized practice. So for future testing experiences, whether that's um, taking the PSAT again next year as a sophomore or a junior, if you're a freshman or sophomore and you took it, or for when um, the juniors for March for the SAT, when you'll take the SAT school day test. So you can get that personal practice. That way it'll look at what did you do well in? What are your green scores? It's not going to quiz you on those skills. Right. It's going to quiz you on the yellows and reds until you get those and see and work and give you that practice material for both the reading and writing section and the math section. Yeah, and it's it's really important for our students to when they're looking at their scores to not look at the yellow uh, and the red as um, you know, obviously you want to you want everything to be green, but everything's not going to be green, right. right? So those are just opportunities for improvement and give you a little bit of heads up of where you could use a little extra practice. Uh, and um, so that you are um, prepping in those areas throughout your time here so that you get stronger in those areas. Um, outstanding. So can you do, uh, talk to me a little bit about when, when they're on College Board, can they do career and college research through College Board? They can. The um, College Board has a whole section called um, Big Future, and that is an area that students can indicate career interests. Um, they can indicate how far away from home they may want to go to college. They can kind of narrow down a lot of options and then do some real good college, get some basic college research to start narrowing down their list. Yeah. So it's a great starting point. And then for our juniors, they have a scholarship program that is very simple and is six different activities and by completing the six different activities, every activity puts you in a drawing for a $500 scholarship. And then at the end, they actually give a $40,000 scholarship to a lucky student just because they did the six activities, which are as simple as build your college list, which most of you are talking about your college list when you meet with counselors individually for your graduation plan, practice for the SAT. We want you doing that on Khan Academy anyway exploring scholarships right there on college board's list there's a site there's a whole bunch of scholarships you can explore strengthening your college list which means taking it down from eight to four or six to two kind of narrowing down your true choices completing your fafsa your senior year which everybody has to do and you're just documenting that you did it and then actually applying to colleges Again, something you're going to naturally do if you're interested in going on to college. So you're getting rewarded for just doing what you're supposed to be doing anyway. Right. You have the opportunity to get a $500 scholarship for in completing any of those activities. And then at the end, it could be that you're the lucky winner of the $40,000 scholarship. And forty k, I mean, that, that could cover, yeah, that's tuition at you know, a lot of public state universities. Uh, and $500 may not seem a lot, uh, but I'm telling you, when you, when you go to a college bookstore, I know Ms. Baynard, you were just talking about that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> With another student. Uh, heads up, students, college bookstores uh, are a little pricey. Uh, and the first time you walk in, you see a bio book for 150 bucks. You'll, you'll be happy that you got that $500 uh, Big Future Scholarship. Um, any other information that students need to be aware of as they look at their score, or their score reports? Uh, anything else that they need to be aware of? 
So there's another section in their site where they can look at AP potential. And so as we're looking and we're getting ready to start planning for the following school year, which seems crazy, but there is a site that will tell students if they have shown based on their test scores that they have potential to be successful in AP tests in an AP test. And that potential um, can be set with an AP test score of any anywhere, but typically when we run it, we'll run it at a three or better. We want you to perform well and feel confident that you'll do well in those. So AP potential is a great place to look to. Now, if I'm a student and I'm listening and, and I'm hearing AP, what does that mean? Ms. Spainer, what is an AP class and why should students consider taking those? Well, it's, it's called advanced placement. So it's a college level course and it, they are going to be doing stuff here um, that they're, you know, they're going to be doing stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, to prepare them for college and earning college credit. They, um, some classes here, well, you're gonna, if you take an AP test, you're going to have or class, you're going to have to take the AP test at the end of the year and scoring that three or higher or some schools that could be a little different um, will get you that college credit. Yeah, and, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. The more college credits that we earn, that's going to save you time, that's going to save money at the next level, uh, and it could be a, a substantial uh, amount of money. So uh, if, I'm, if I'm a student and I'm looking at my report and I see some yellows, I see some reds, uh, Ms. McGarvey, Ms. Spainauer, what, what, what could students do to improve in those areas? Um, what could they take advantage of here at, at the high school? Here at high school, I'd say win times with their teachers. So if their area is red with math, sign up and get with your math teacher. If it's with in the reading and writing, work with those English teachers to build those skills. Um, I know our English teachers are doing a lot of reading and reading comprehension and analysis which is a big part of the PSAT and the SAT and they're obviously also working on your writing skills so using the win time to work on those skills with teachers is a big piece in addition of course to the Khan Academy. And the College Board app is something else you can have on your phone that has a question of the day and that so that's something daily that kids could be you know looking at the question of the day and just for more practice. Mm -hmm. That's not personalized for them nope. individually, but it wouldn't hurt yeah. right. to practice yeah. those. Right. So um, students, I guess what we're trying to say and we're trying to encourage you to do is this is another opportunity to take ownership of your education where we, we, we get the school report and then we can kind of see some areas that we need to uh, improve on. Um, anything else about the PSAT? Not necessarily about the PSAT, but when you create your College Board account, please, 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 somewhere private, write down your username and your password. That was three pleases. We yeah. <laughs> three of them. <laughs> we cannot see that information. We cannot help you get it from College Board because they will not talk to us for you. You have to talk to College Board if you cannot get into the email that you used. If you cannot remember your password, if you cannot answer the security questions, we have to get we will help you get on the phone with them, but they will not talk to us. They will have to talk to you and that is for security purposes obviously. Um, we've thought numerous ways to kind of help keep track of the, that information for students, but we struggle with the digital citizenship, keeping your usernames and passwords private, which is very right. important, setting that lesson. So please, 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 students, write down your usernames and your passwords in a password-protected note on your phone, somewhere that nobody else can get to, I, anything know your username and password that is the biggest issue and you will need that every time you log into college board every time you would need ap classroom all of that is connected yeah and that, that's just good practice uh students we got to go ahead and start getting into the habit of 
save that information somewhere safe, like Ms. McGarvey said, uh, so that you can access the, that info because we can't help you uh, in that sense. You know, your counselors are here. We can do a lot for you. Uh, but coming up or retrieving that password is not one of them, again, because um, due to confidentiality and FERPA and all of these other rules and regulations, um, they won't share that information for us. So um, I think that does it for today, uh, unless there's something else that, that we want to touch on. Again, um, the PSAT, the scores are getting ready to come out. Uh, if you have any questions about your scores, please email your counselor. Uh, today we want to, again, and every day, we want to thank WNAS uh, for, for providing us the space and the opportunity to host the 1020 Dogcast. Uh, big shout out to, to Nate, uh, our producer, uh, for doing an outstanding job, and our partners over at Legacy Pizza. Uh, we really uh, thank you all for the support and our uh, initiative here to bring quality content in 10 to 20 minutes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>